Hello, new creation. It's going to spend a few minutes together declaring some good news as we come off a week of self-reflection and move into a week of reflecting on our neighborhood and observing our personal relationship to money and our neighborhood's relationship to money. I am thinking of a few scriptures this week where God meets people right where they really are. I think of God walking in the garden after Adam and Eve have sinned and they're hiding in their shame and their guilt and God pursues them, seeks them, finds them as they're hiding in the bushes and he meets them where they are. I think of Jesus defining his whole ministry and mission around seeking and saving the lost, going to where people are and meeting them in their oppression, meeting them in their sin, in their lostness, in their brokenness, and communing with them, dwelling with them. We're talking about, over the next several months, God is a God who dwells in place with people. And we are believing the good news that where God is dwelling, he is healing. And he is dwelling in our neighborhood with us. And he is bringing healing and transformation and renewal to this place, the International District, and to this people, we, the residents of the International District. And he's inviting us to dwell with him. And as we dwell with him in place with people, we receive the healing that comes from his presence. But we also become participants and conduits, co conspirators in the healing and transformation and renewal that God brings with his presence as he dwells with us. Here's the good news that I want to bring to us, is that Jesus delights to meet real people where they really are. We see this in the garden. God delights, Jesus delights to meet real people, people who are willing to be real about where they really are, right where they really are. That's where God is meeting us. I was reminded as I was thinking about this that I uh, used to play racquetball, uh, and I was pretty good and played at a really highly competitive level, but I am not a super competitive person, and so I always had to, like, amp myself up, like, psych myself out to, like, get in there and work hard and push myself, and often because I'm not super competitive, I, I I wouldn't be able to push myself. I was skilled enough, but more less skilled players with a more competitive attitude would often give me more trouble than they should because I was like not very competitive. And so I wanted to win. It was weird, but I'm not very competitive. So what I would do is like psych myself out. And I remember this one match. I was losing to this guy that I should not have been losing to. It was in the state championship. And I was getting upset. And so I'm like, I need to psych myself up. And I just started screaming at myself. And people are watching. I'm screaming at myself, go on, Jesse, go do it, let's do it. After every point, I'm like, yeah, good job. And 
man, in the moment, I was just like, yeah, I'm psyching myself up, and I, I won the match, and, you know, I had this reputation among the racquetball community as like a nice guy, and, and I, in my head, I thought everyone thinks I'm a nice guy and a mature guy, and, but I had this moment where I realized where I really was. I realized that that was incredibly annoying, for one thing, immature for another, and humiliating as I thought about what that might have been like. I was just screaming at the top of my lungs in a racquetball court. The whole club could hear me just like yelling at myself, and I still feel a little bit of shame as I think about that. That was like seven, eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago. I don't remember, but I was like a 30-year-old man, so no excuse. And so when I think of that, my tendency is to want to just dismiss it. Well, maybe it wasn't that bad. Hide from it. Just like never mention it again. Uh, I, or try to overcome it with performance. Or pretend it didn't happen. See, here's the deal. Jesus meets us where we really are. And in order for us to experience the healing and renewal and restoration that he brings, we have to notice, name, and own where we really are. The tendency of human beings is to hide or perform or pretend instead of simply recognizing and expressing our actual state of being. Our soul sickness that infects the modern person is that we uh, we want to live anywhere but the present moment. We want to be anything but honest with where we really are. And so what we do is we try to hide or pretend uh, or ignore or avoid where we really are. We don't like, we, we just said the good news is that Jesus delights to meet us right where we really are. The problem is we don't delight in Jesus meeting us where we really are or being met by anyone where we really are. As human beings, we want to put on a happy face. We want to clean up uh, ourselves. We want to splash our faces with cold waters and make sure that no one sees that we've been crying or, or, or whatever. We hide, we pretend, we perform. And we do this with God. But the starting point of the transformation of our lives is naming and owning what's real, where we really are. And that's where Jesus meets us. So we've just spent several, uh, well, this week in self-reflection, in our relationship to money. And as you have reflected on your experiences with money and the way your body responds when money is uh, brought up, you might have realized some unpleasant things. Maybe you are preoccupied with money more than you would like. Or maybe you notice that in times of stress, you use money as a coping mechanism. Or maybe you've realized that you're actually pretty stingy when it comes to money. Or maybe you're fearful and it's the place where you get uh, money is a, a, a tool that give, brings you security. Too much of it. Maybe it's you've realized it's something that you deserve. The money that you have is that something you deserve or the money you don't have is something that you deserve. And this reality drives you, motivates you, and moves you in ways that maybe aren't so healthy. I don't know what you've 
realized as you've gone through this self-reflection, but the reason we are doing this, is starting with self-reflection and starting with neighborhood reflection, is because we have to notice, name, and own where we really are. And what we need to do is not, when we recognize something we don't like, is not to shrink back in shame and guilt, or not should ourselves and say, you shouldn't be this way and try to fix it. What we need to do is sit with it, own it, and be curious about it, recognizing that Jesus is meeting us right where we really are. And we have to be honest with where we really are and open ourselves up to Jesus where we really are. And so we're starting with owning and naming and noticing where we really are as, as individuals and as a neighborhood um, so that we can open ourselves up to Jesus meeting us. And that's what we'll do in weeks three and four as we hear the good news of the gospel, of the kingdom, of and what how he wants us to align with his kingdom and our neighborhood to be aligned with the kingdom in terms of money and resource. But first we have to be honest with where we really are. Will you be honest with where you really are? And rather than condemning yourself or trying to fix it or escaping that reality, would you just be, sit with it? Would you be, would you dwell with Jesus as he dwells with you and be curious about it and dig into where that comes from? That's what we're doing these weeks because Jesus is meeting you where you really are. And that's the starting point of healing and transformation and alignment with his kingdom. Blessings and peace, church. Love you.